And what's going on, my fellow educators? How are you doing? This is Brian, and welcome to the show. This is a podcast internet radio show designated to encourage, to inspire, to motivate teachers out there because we work in a very often a discouraging field. And the goal of the show is to give tools, some strategies, and frankly, just some motivation to help you keep going and to be more effective in your classroom. And I'm really, really excited about the program today. One of the biggest arguments about modern education we hear are, are schools killing creativity? Are we? Are we fostering creativity or are we killing it? We may think we're fostering it, but are we really? And what is the direction schools seem to be taking in regards to building that creativity back up or are we seeing the warning signs that we're slowly killing it creativity isn't always something that just happens it is a necessity in our classrooms you know it i know it the students need it and it can take quite a bit of work to nurture to grow and develop creativity it may be difficult but certainly not impossible and accomplishing it can help to create a classroom environment that's more motivational interesting and educational for both you and your students and it just makes our jobs a lot more fun and makes it a more pleasant experience for your students to be in your classroom so even though it seems to be getting phased out i think there's some ways we can still instill creativity in our instruction what is the state of creativity in your classroom Mrs. G. She runs a website right on with Miss G. And she had a blog post that fits this topic really well. And I'm going to link this to the show notes. This is from March 4th, 2020. And it's titled 15 Ways to Jumpstart Your Creativity as a Teacher. And let's see what Miss G has in store for us with her particular blog post. Mm-hmm. 15 Ways to Jumpstart Your Creativity as a Teacher One thing I'm often asked is, how are you so creative? How do you come up with all of those engaging lessons? While I've always loved to dream, write, construct, and create, creativity can feel just as elusive to me as it probably does for you. I consider myself a creative person, but that doesn't mean I was born with it. In fact, I disagree with those who believe that creativity is an inherent gift. As creative as I may seem, it doesn't always come naturally for me. I experience creative ruts often. I get writer's block and I have days when I feel like I am totally out of ideas. The difference is is that when I feel this way, I have habits and tricks to help me train my brain and jumpstart my creativity. In fact, that's exactly how this blog post was born. I was feeling unmotivated and lethargic, so I turned on some music, did a quick workout, and read a few pages from a book about creativity. Next thing you know, the same person who had previously wasted an hour or two lamenting her creative rut had outlined an entire blog post in a matter of minutes. Yep, I just restored my creativity by writing about creativity. But my point is this, I was able to take steps to induce creativity and fully embrace it when it came to me and you can too. But don't take it from me, because there's a growing body of research that shows that creativity isn't fixed. Rather, you can practice it just like you would with a habit. In other words, you can cultivate creativity and become the creative teacher you've always wanted to be. 
I've learned and am still learning how to help myself when I'm feeling uninspired and uncreative. So I wanted to share my best tips for jumpstarting your creativity. It turns out that many of my tried and true tricks are backed by neuroscience. Win-win. I hope these 15 ideas inspire you to sit down and start creating. Number one, read a book or listen to a podcast. When you expose yourself to new information, you are more likely to think of creative ideas. It doesn't have to be a teachery book or podcast. In fact, it's probably better if it's something different. After all, creativity usually isn't thinking of something brand new. It's making connections, synthesizing ideas, or representing a complex idea with something more familiar. I find that I'm most creative after I've read or listened to other information. Whether it's a blessing or a curse, the, oh, I could connect this to a lesson, happens much more often when I'm regularly consuming information from books and podcasts. When I find myself in a creative rut, I simply take a break to read or listen to something. This will help you make new connections and lead to increased creativity. Number two, exercise. Exercise is my go-to strategy when I'm feeling down or uninspired because at the very least, I know it will improve my mood and make me feel better about myself. But according to a growing body of research on the hippocampus and its involvement in imagination, your brain on exercise may be more creative. Studies suggest that those who exercise regularly are more creative than their peers who don't. For me, any exercise seems to get my mind buzzing with ideas, but I'm the most creative after a run, whether it's the hippocampus activation or just the mood-boosting endorphins. One thing is for sure, I am always happy I worked out, and I feel ready to tackle the work on my to-do list. And I'm not a fitness coach, y'all, just a teacher who wants to be creative. Number three, get outside. If you're searching your brain for creative ideas, you just might be looking in the wrong place. The answer may be outside. Various studies have shown that simply being out in nature can decrease stress, improve your mood, reduce attention fatigue, and boost creativity. If you can, try getting outside to walk during your prep period for a nice creative boosting break during the school day. You might not accomplish all of the things, but you may have a creative breakthrough. At the very least, you'll get some much-needed peace, fresh air, and vitamin D, so you have nothing to lose. Even though I'm leaving the stack of papers to grade behind on my desk, I find that when I get outside for a little bit, I actually increase my productivity when I return to my work. It clears enough brain space for me to focus on a task or brainstorm new ideas. Next time you're in a rut, get outside to enjoy some fresh air, vitamin D, and a boost of creativity. Number four, brain dump all of your ideas. Even if you feel like you have no good ideas, brain dump whatever thoughts you have. Even if the ideas that seem stupid, the ideas you know you don't have enough time to accomplish, the ideas you don't love, whatever, just dump them so they're not hanging out and taking up space in your brain. I brain dump in a variety of places. The notes section on my phone, my planner, Google Docs, and a sticky note idea bulletin board. I get stressed when ideas exist only in my mind because I fear that I will forget them. So the act of writing them down frees up some of that brain space I need to actually accomplish the ideas. 
I don't know if I believe in the whole manifesting idea, but I do know that jotting these ideas down makes them more real and likely to be created. Sometimes I write these same ideas in my planner week after week because I know that eventually I might have the time or energy to bring them to life. This makes me feel better when I'm in a creative slump or a time crunch. Knowing that I have ideas hanging out in my planner or phone is comforting because when I'm ready, I can hit up that list and start creating. Number five, collaborate with other teachers. Like I mentioned earlier, creativity is more about combining ideas than conceiving an entirely original idea. One of the best ways to jumpstart your creativity is to simply find another human and chat about your ideas. You might not be able to freely brainstorm during your scheduled teacher team meetings, but consider setting aside some time to brainstorm and collaborate with other teachers. If this isn't an option, find some teachers online and bounce ideas off them. If you really want to get wild, try collaborating with a teacher in a different subject area and brainstorm some innovative cross-curricular connections. One of the best ways to improve your creativity is through collaboration with other teachers, whether they're in your building or online. Number six, take a break and switch tasks. Creativity can be weird and elusive. If you're anything like me, it comes and goes. So I've learned to embrace it when I have it, and I've stopped forcing it when I don't. Sometimes the best thing you can do is take a break, switch tasks, and return to your creative endeavors later. If you're trying to lesson plan, but you have no creative ideas, give yourself a break. Straighten up your classroom. Get some grading done. Respond to a few emails. Give yourself some time away from the task and return to it later with a fresh set of eyes. Take the pressure off yourself and remember that you don't have to be creative all of the time. You'll have days, weeks, and even months when you're feeling less creative. It's completely normal. And usually, your creativity will return when you least expect it because it's sneaky like that. Number seven, shift your mindset. When you're constantly busy and overwhelmed, your brain has very little space to dream, brainstorm, connect, and create. You're also more likely to think about negative outcomes instead of positive ones. If you shift your thinking, open up your mind, and embrace ideas instead of pushing them away, you'll be surprised with the creativity that comes to you. Here are a few ways to reframe your mindset. Number one, ask yourself, if I wasn't stressed and overwhelmed, what would I do? Number two, if you think or hear of an idea, say yes and instead of yes but. Instead of immediately thinking of all the reasons an idea might not work, consider why it might work. Number three, ask yourself, if I knew I wouldn't fail, what would I do? If your mindset is holding you back from creativity, try focusing on positive outcomes. You've been listening to 15 Ways to Jumpstart Your Creativity as a Teacher by Mrs. G from rightonwithmissg.com. Now, there are 15 ways. I only read the first few, so I invite you to check out the link to her blog post that can be found within our show notes. So I hope you enjoyed this particular article. I appreciate your time, and 
We'll see you on the next program. Have an awesome week, teachers. We'll talk again soon.